0: So I came in, uh, did some product innovation with regard to measurement and some vulnerability integration from like Rapid7 and Qualys and those guys brought that into our our database and did the analytics on it. And now we've grown to about, well, we're over 50 million now.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ray Rothrock. He founded this company called Red Seal, which is a security risk management platform to help companies eliminate cyber threats launched in 2004 and acquired by Symphony Technology Group. We're going to jump in today. Ray, you ready to take us to the top? Yes,
0: sir, Nathan. Let's go.
1: All right. So first off, you know people are you know the space is hot right now, especially with kind of the CrowdStrike IPO. You're seeing you know Carbon Black was getting killed by these guys and got taken private, but it's a hot space in general. Where do you fit in this space in terms of what your product delivers?
0: You know, we deliver the basics. Uh, most companies, and and the data continues to support this. Most companies don't do the basics. And what are the basics? The basics are understanding all your ingress and egress, understanding your configurations, understanding your patch readiness understanding what matters in your network. Our analytics, once we model and take all that information in, we do a bunch of crunching on it and we give you a prioritized list of where the faults are in your network that will bring you down. Okay,
1: and how do you price for this?
0: Uh, we price by the size of the network. So every network's got routers in it, anything that routes traffic. So it's number so it's of routers. Proportional to that. Yeah. Network routers primarily. Yeah. And clouds and everything else.
1: Okay. And then he's got, give me,
0: got, every, give yeah, me yeah, a general
1: ahead. sense. I'm sure you, you really go the spectrum here, but I'm going to force you into like a, a mm. sweet spot. So the average customer, right. Is going to have how many routers and pay you about what per year to use oh. your technology?
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. Uh, a big one is 90,000 nine zero thousand. That is a massive one. Typically for the, for the year. Uh, well that, that's the size of their network. That's oh, the routers, 90,000
1: routers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they may pay us uh two to three million dollars a year for that. Depends yeah. on some things. Um most people start small and expand over time. So a typical entry point would be five hundred routers. And uh so that'll you know, that'll generate, I don't know, uh three, two or three hundred thousand dollars. And then as it expands, it gets bigger and that's the way it works.
1: Okay, so that's called sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars per month, two hundred thousand dollars per year as a starting point, and it expands from there.
0: Yeah, usually, typically, yeah. Help me understand
1: right. the expansion mechanism. So they get started with you. Do they deploy you typically across all 500 of the routers or they start
0: small? No, and- that, that's the, yeah, that's the point. They start small. So they'll, what they'll do is they'll overbuy. So they get a volume discount. That's a good thing. And then they'll, <laughs> they'll start small. They'll start small at, you know, maybe a hundred, 150. They'll tune that up. They'll get that running. They'll train their people and they'll understand how it exactly is working. Uh, they'll get some analytics. They'll, they'll see some aha moments. Every time we run initially, people find things they didn't know existed or problems they didn't know existed. So, with that, then they began to they move it out and so forth. Interestingly, if uh, you try to, if let's say you bought 500 and you tried to model 750, not a typical once you get rolling, our software accommodates that to a point because we want you, we will always find more than you think you have. That's just the nature of the world. So, uh, that always, you know, makes for another sales call, another yep. opportunity to expand the business. So Ray,
1: how many routers are you monitoring today across your entire base?
0: You know, I'd love, uh, I asked that question a lot. Uh, the last time I looked, it was about a million, two million, three. Okay. Okay. That's pretty
1: good. I mean, that's, a, that's a, a criti- yeah. that's, that's a critical metric for you, right? I mean, that's one of your, I mean, if people are using you, that's a good thing. 1.3 right. million is big. That's, yeah. KPI. Absolutely. And, and how, that is across how many kind of installed, whatever you call call brands, customers,
0: yeah, we it's by customer. And of course, uh, some customers have installations in different disparate places because they're located different places. But that all ends about 250 distinct customer names.
1: That's interesting. And do you service a specific market more than another, for example, you know, hedge funds or, you know, CPG brands no. or.
0: No, it's interesting because everyone cyber is everywhere fact. to everyone sort of has come along like we all have over the last 30 years. So they've kind of have the same problems. And it turns out, uh, usually the bigger, more complicated networks, I would describe us as uh, the sweet spot. Uh, interestingly, we're not uh, – people who have cutting-edge capabilities and, and really are on the hairy, bleeding edge of things, they don't typically use us. It's the people who have manufacturing. It's the people who have marketing. It's the people who have fundamental services that depend on the interconnectivity of the Internet and all the digital, digital things that are out there. Those are the people that need us because they focus on their products and we focus on their security.
1: Yep. Help me understand the history of the company here. So when did you launch?
0: Uh, Well, the company was founded in 2004, like I say, when I was at Benrock. And uh, it took us about three years to build the first instance of the software. We sold an instance to Apple Computer at Black Hat back in the early, early Was that your first sale? Yeah, to Apple. Really? Uh, Yeah, we dissected a router for them and it was an amazing, they had like 40,000 lines of code on this one particular router. And we found all kinds of things that no one knew about. And what year was that first sale? Uh, 2007, I think, or 2008, And Apple remains a customer today. They've been a the customer all along. It sort of come and go depends on who's running things whatever. Um, so then we, we went into a growth mode, and we got up to about 17, 18 million dollars in 2012, 2013, and things kind of kind of leveled out. And in 2014- that's, so that's 17
1: million in terms of annual revenue in 2012. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: And so, and then and when I came in in 2014 because, uh, first of all, the target attack had occurred in, in December of 2013. And it was an aha moment for me as a VC like, hey, wait, the bad stuff's inside. We got to help people with their inside and do a better job. So I came in, uh, did some product innovation with regard to measurement and some vulnerability integration from like Rapid7 and Qualys and those guys, brought that into our into our database and did the analytics on it. And now we've grown to about, well, we're over 50 million now.
1: So. That's great. And what were you, so if you're at kind of 50 million-ish AR today, where were you a year ago? Do you remember?
0: 39.
1: Okay. So, I mean, healthy growth, did most of that growth come yeah, from expanding?
0: 20%. Yeah, it uh, It's both. It, you know, um, so many new customers are realizing they need to get the fundamentals done. We're taking on a lot of new customers. So actually our, I don't remember the percentage, but our new business is a pretty big chunk of our total business. <laughs>
1: Let me let me break that down. When you define new business, if you expand an account, you double the contract value. Do you consider that new business or not?
0: No, no, okay. that's ex, that's an expansion business of an existing customer. I'm talking about a brand new logo that we could put on the board.
1: And you start you said that makes up 50 percent of your growth.
0: Well, not It's it's a big number. It's not 50, but it's a big number. OK, you know, it always it always kind of makes the sales guys gulp a little bit, but that's yep. tough.
1: Yeah, well, listen, 250 <laughs> customers paying north of $200,000 per year puts you north of that 50 million run rate today, up from 38 million yep. run rate a year ago. Let's break down your upsell model, right? So that, break down the team for me today. How many people are on the team?
0: Total company companies, about 160.
1: And how many are engineers? About half. Okay. And how many quota-carrying reps?
0: Uh, Well, let me, let me, let me, I'll be more precise. About 60 engineers, 20 support engineering. Then there's about 80 people in the field. Of the uh, the people in the field, there are, I don't know, 30, quote, acquiring people. But we all go as a team. We're a team-selling organization, direct plus support. And then we do have a third – sort of a third support dimension called services, which we just launched. Since the last time you and I talked, I've now launched a services business, and uh, that's starting to take uh, take some business – starting to get traction here as well.
1: Yep. Uh, I, let's come back to that in a second. So, and
0: that's right now 15 people. So I can just do the math, eight, 9, 30, 50, maybe there's, there's 30 quotas, uh, 30, uh, CEs that go with the quota. 60. Yeah. fifty. That's about right. I got the math about right.
1: And, and, what I'm trying to dissect here is, after you sign up a new piece of business, a new customer at a $200,000 year one ACV, yeah. that AE closes it. Yeah. Who is responsible for making sure, sure they install it across the routers, activating, and then driving yeah. the expansion revenue in year two? Is it a CSM or who is it?
0: It is. A, it, it is our. It's our services group, the new group that we just launched. Uh, we launched them in last November. So yeah, that's exactly their primary job is to make sure it gets up and running. And typically, people buy services to help them get that going. So it's a good thing, and then the sales guys are always involved. But mostly, it's uh, telephone and uh, email kind of stuff. And
1: so let's let's look at this. Let's look at this at a, again company wide level here for a second. So if you look at just the cohort of customers you had exactly a year ago, what was it? Would they expand by over the past twelve months? Thirty percent, eighty percent, ten
0: percent? Well, some of them doubled. Some of them. On average, probably I'd say twenty or thirty percent.
1: Okay, so thirty percent expansion on the cohort. And then let's go to the bad side real quick. What was gross revenue churn on that same cohort?
0: Oh, uh, higher than I'd like. i <laughs> number to myself.
1: That's always a good answer. Was it was it more or yeah. less than the expansion revenue?
0: Uh it was uh, definitely less.
1: Okay. So it's fair to say your net revenue retention is north of a hundred percent.
0: Net revenue retention. Well, there's a new term. Um, net revenue. Yeah,
1: yeah. All, all I, I'm sure it's not new for you. You you probably just call it something else. But all I'm asking is if you take just the cohort of customers you had exactly a year ago, ignore all your new customers added. You have some of them churn, and then you expand them by about thirty percent, also on average. Oh, I when you add them together, is that more than one hundred percent? It's more. Yes. Okay, that's good. So yes. so so gross revenue churn annually is less than thirty percent. Expansion is more than thirty percent, and
0: yeah. So it adds up and yeah, so the company grows. Yeah.
1: How do you get up? I mean, at this price point, right? I mean, I would say world-class net revenue retention is like 140%. Why aren't you there yet?
0: Well, um, you know, our product, uh, sometimes falls prey to, um, people leaving and losing job, losing their job or whatever inside the network we need, we need active management to use the product effectively. And we work hard with our customers to make sure we can do that. And literally, so sometimes configuration information for all the routing equipment. Those routing equipment guys, Cisco, Palo Alto, Checkpoint, Fortinet, Juniper, all of them, they change their stuff all the time. And occasionally we get... uh, Palo Alto upgrade our software, we got to catch up with it so the customer doesn't quite renew, maybe we come back once we get all that figured out. We are constantly playing catch-up with the vendors in the network. And that's just a problem for us.
1: Now, so, Ray, pre-sale to Symphony, which was just earlier this year, April 2019, how much had you raised total?
0: Total at that time was about $75 million.
1: Okay. And then help me understand, so why do the $60 million round and then the acquisition? Or was the $60 million round, they were buying more than 50% of the company, and that was essentially the takeover?
0: Yeah. They took it over. Yeah. It's the, they bought
1: more than 50%. Yeah. So my point is though, is like that, that last sixty into the company though, that wasn't like a traditional VC round. That was part of the sale to symphony.
0: Yeah, that's right. I Um, see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, I mean, let me ask you, right. If 60 million bought more than half of the company, right. That means that the valuation was essentially under, you know, 120 million pre or call it 180 million post. That doesn't seem like a great valuation for a company doing like 30 million in
0: ARR. Well, um, uh, you, you're right. Uh, there was uh, some stress in the company, and you know we had to do what we had to do.
1: Well, let's talk uh, we about. Liked, I, I'd
0: love to learn what liked that Symphony, was. We like we like Symphony very much. Uh, they were very much oriented to growth. They were going to you know put some capital directly into the company, in addition to buying out shareholders, and uh, so it was a it was a good fit that way.
1: Yeah. Um, what, what I mean, look, most people aren't vulnerable about stresses. I'd love for you to be because we'll learn a bunch. I mean, when you say stresses in the company, what, what was it specifically? Was it something technical or tech stack related, or something else?
0: No, we oh, look. Um, you know, you you uh, you set goals and you sometimes miss them, and you may overinvest or you underinvest in certain areas. So the stresses had to do with cash, cash flow. Uh, we we actually grew cash over the last year, but not without a lot of stress on the team. Uh, I'd had some attrition that I didn't like, uh, cause I couldn't afford things as much as I wanted to. And honestly, uh, growth rate, uh, was, uh, was sagging, uh, relative to the year before. So this is an opportunity to refresh the balance sheet, uh, reattract good people. I've already built the team back to what it was. And then some, uh, bringing on some more, uh, senior people out of, uh, good companies in the Valley here. So it was, it was a moment in time when I needed to do something and I needed to get it done. I couldn't shop. I couldn't, I, I couldn't work the problem forever. I just had to do something. And, uh, the shareholders were supportive. So we did it.
1: No, that's good. Now, I mean, you know, I guess, let me ask you this question. You've turned the company around. It sounds like in terms of ma- managing cash, right? So yeah. today are you profitable yeah. or are you still burning?
0: Yeah, we're right. We, depends on the quarter. We will be profitable this year. Okay. Overall. Okay. Last that's, quarter that's we were a little under this quarter. We'll be way up. And then Q4 will be about a break even.
1: So. And can I ask in 2018, right, as you're going up to basically having to do the kind of this force deal, not, by the way, not a horrible valuation, just not like 100x that you mean, not a crazy valuation. No, no. Yeah. So on, on the 40 million you did last year, what did you burn?
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, burn. Uh, I, hmm.
1: Like net 10 million?
0: Uh, about that. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I don't want to, I don't want to put a number out there that's just flat wrong, but it's it's in that neighborhood. It's in that neighborhood. Yeah. So it'd
1: be about a million dollars a month, right? 10 to 12 million bucks total burn. That's
0: what I was thinking.
1: And why, so where did you start to kind of say, I got to do a deal, right? I mean, was it, you're burning a million a month and you only have 3 million left in the bank. So you only had three months to run when You're like, I got to figure something out.
0: (laughs) No, it wasn't quite that. I mean, we, like I say, we, we've done a great job of managing our cash, always surviving, but I couldn't invest like I needed to invest. Uh, the product was working well. Customers were wanting. To spend. I needed to build a services group. I didn't have the capital to bring those people on. You got to invest in people a little ahead of when you collect revenues. So I was kind of uh, always robbing Peter to pay Paul, and that's not the way to grow a business in the market that we're in. Like you say, this is a very robust business right now. I needed cash. I needed capital, and so I, I went for a growth growth partner that I found in, in Symphony. And in
1: 2014, when you joined, what was the company doing in terms of ARR?
0: About about uh, about seventeen million.
1: Oh, I thought you said twenty twelve was seventeen million. Did I get that wrong?
0: Which year did you ask?
1: Sorry, when you joined in twenty fourteen, oh, do you remember what? Twenty
0: thirteen, thirteen. It had done seventeen million. Okay, so I guess I misunderstood something a while ago. That's okay. Twenty twelve, in twelve, it was I don't know four or five million. God.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Now, were you the way you got involved here? Just in case people didn't pick up on this, were you at Venrock as a VC? Did you lead the early rounds into Red Seal?
0: Yeah, me and, uh, yes, I did. And I brought, so Pete Sinclair at another venture firm and I sort of conceived of this idea of modeling the network for whatever the activity was back then. And we, we found some engineers to help us do it. So yeah, uh, I was the founding investor in 2004.
1: Yeah, that's in, okay. So yeah, you were kind of like an EIR basically then, right? Venrock was funded it, but you also put the team together to build the initial prototype. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, very good. Um, before we wrap up, last question here. To get a new $200,000 a year customer, do you know what your fully weighted CAC is on
0: that account? No, it's, uh, it's positive uh, for sure. We've done that math. And depending upon the complexity of the network, we may have to put some support into it and it'll burn down the CAC a little bit. But no, it's, it's positive. Well,
1: you, we'll When get, you say positive, though, do you mean you'll get paid back in less than 12 months? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we will. Okay. So, so 12 month payback period there. That's good. All right. Let's wrap up here with the, uh, well, actually before we wrap up with famous five, any IPO plans as you get up to the like 80, 90 million ARR mark.
0: It's, that's our goal would be, you know, in that zone hundred million. Yeah. Uh, we think we can do that in the next two to three years.
1: So, yeah. Very yeah. good.
0: And all right. Good, good. Yeah.
1: So, not, not, so. not in any acquisition talks right now with CrowdStrike since they have so much money to spend.
0: No, uh, wouldn't that be great though?
1: Come on, Ray. No talks at all.
0: No, none. I'm building a company, building a business. Did you somebody's gonna have to move me down on the parking lot to get my attention? Did
1: you guys and, and did you use Symphony's cash to put together or at least take a look at the carbon black deal?
0: No. No, we are focused on doing what we're doing.
1: All right. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book?
0: Favorite business book? I still think it's duty by Robert Gates. You know, he ran the Pentagon and the, and, the, and the government's defense operations for a long time, and it's actually a business. Number, the Pentagon is a business.
1: Number two, who's your favorite CEO, someone you're following or studying?
0: Favorite CEO. You know, I'm um, just uh, – you know, it's sort of who you read recently. So uh, Enrico Fermi, uh, the father of the nuclear age, he was a heck of a CEO and a tremendous uh, physicist. And I'm um, reading his biography, and it talks a lot about his culture and his style. And so I'm picking up some tidbits there.
1: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company?
0: Favorite online tool? Well, Salesforce is still pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. Number four, how yep. many hours of sleep you get every night? About five. And what's your situation, right? Married, single kiddos?
0: Married. Uh, I got a 29 year old son who's an actor in New York, having a blast.
1: That's good. And how old are you? How old am I? Yeah. 64. 64 years young. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
0: What do I wish I knew? Yep. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Uh, that's a hard one. Um, well, I wish I'd have known that the undergraduate college I went to, which is where I am right now at Texas A&M, would be, when I got here, it was 10000 It's now 60000 I wish I'd have bought every piece of real estate I could have around the school because it's very valuable real estate.
1: right. <laughs> hey, I, I am sitting in one of my rentals right now in Austin, Texas for that exact reason. Very good. (laughs) There you have it. Guys, redseal.net 2012 did 4 million revenue, 2013 hit 17 million. Ray joined in 2014, grew revenue to 39 million in 2018, but burned about 12 million that year. Wanted to then do a deal to solve some of his cash problems, right? Did that with Symphony. And in 2019, this year, they'll break 50 million bucks in AR as they look to continue to scale. Again, playing in the cybersecurity space, network modeling modeling and risk scoring. Ray, thank you for taking us to the top.
0: Thank you, Nathan. Very good. Good luck to you, man.